1: Well, well, well. Hello, everybody. This is Joseph Brownlee. Welcome back to Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Welcome to the show Body of Christ Real Talk. Only got 13 minutes. This is a 13 minute segment on a very important topic. 15 minutes on a very important topic because it's going to be light and fast because it's only 15 minutes. But this topic is very important. It's Pauline rejectors. Pauline rejectors, people that rejects the teaching of Paul. Believe it or not, you have literal people that rejects the teaching of Paul who teaches the gospel of salvation for today. Without any further ado, like I promised, I know I've been saying this quite a bit. I'm going to get right into this video by audio and let you hear this young lady rebuke Paul's teaching. I'm not gonna say any more. I just want you to listen to it and I elaborate on it, okay? This is the first video. So look, listen to this. The agenda of Paul. Sorry, wrong one. <laughs> Sorry, that's the wrong one. I hit the wrong, but this is the one I want to get to. This is the Christy Burke I was talking about. My mistake. Let's get into this. All right, Christy Burke.
2: He thinks that that is just the path that everyone should take since he has the Paul, the Apostle Paul, the I had a vision on the road to Damascus and now my life has changed and I'm no longer persecuting.
1: Now, remember, this is Christy Burke. I want you to really listen to her because to me, she doesn't even sound sincere to me. She like she's trying to convince herself. Maybe she got hurt by her own church. I don't know. I don't want to speculate and put out there like that, but she needs she needs to be saved. And what she's going to be saying, uh, uh, she she don't she she got n- not even a good leg to stand on on her rebuke on why she thinks Paul is a heretic. So let me let you listen to her. her name is Christy Burke.
2: Executing and killing Christians, but now I am a mouthpiece for Jesus Christ. Now, if you've been following me on TikTok for. A while, you probably already know I've got some beef with Paul. I'm not a big fan, okay? (laughs) I don't like the guy. I don't trust him. I don't like his writings, and I don't think that he was really aligned with what was written about Jesus. I think they were teaching completely different messages, and it is my opinion that if Christians spent more time comparing the words of Jesus and the words of Paul, I think that they might have a lot of questions for Paul, and they might even see him
1: Okay, before we go any further, already, did you catch her? You see the naiveness, how she just threw that out there. If Christians compare what Paul said compared to what Jesus said, they might think another way. Now, not only is this gullible and naive, she's going by things they have taught that don't sound alike. Basically, this is her pitch all the way through why she doesn't like Paul, because it doesn't line up with Jesus earthly teaching. So Paul is a heretic. And, you know, she started. I don't like this guy and et cetera. Like this is something about him. Not in those words. I don't like this guy. It's just, you know, so I'm going to let it play through. This video is about twenty two minutes long. Unfortunately, I will let you hear the majority of it, and I will continue in the next the next video. Then I got another one to show you. But I want you to listen to it. She sounds kind of naive like she's just acting to me, so that's my put. Let me continue. see
2: him as one of the false prophets that Jesus warned against. And the reason I say this is because in Matthew 24, Jesus warned of false prophets. Jesus was talking about the destruction of the temple and the signs of the end times. It says uh, in verse one, Jesus left the temple and was walking away and his disciples came up to him to call his attention to its buildings. He says, do you see all these things? Truly, I tell you, not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown down. And his disciples say, when will this happen? What will be the sign of your coming at the end of the age? So his disciples want to know what to look for. What signs should we be on the lookout for for the end times? And you know Jesus answers, and he says, first of all, before anything else, he says, watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah, and many will and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, and then he goes on to talk about you know all of the signs. But he starts out with a very important statement watch out, nobody deceives you. People are going to come. They're going to trick you. They're going to deceive you and they're going to lead people astray. So be on the lookout for those people. And then in verse 11, after he kind of discusses, you know, some of the things that they'll experience, like earthquakes and violence and war... In verse 11, he says again, many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. And then again, in verse 23, he reiterates it. and He says, at that time, if anyone says to you, look, here is the Messiah, there he is. Do not believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. This is loaded because if you think about Paul and who Paul was, he came on scene very early and he was persecuting these followers of the way as it was called in the beginning. It was not Christianity. It was the way.
1: See, okay, I'm going to stop there. Now you should already caught what she's trying to do. This is called reading into to make your point. This is called reading into a text. Now you notice her first mistake is Not the passage she was reading. The passage that she was reading is correct. But her mistake is Jesus is talking about during the tribulation period. During that time, there will be false prophets and everything. See, this is the kingdom program. This is going towards whatever he's preparing them, what to look out for during the tribulation, when they would be persecuted and many false prophets and teachers would be coming under the kingdom program against Israel. He's talking about there would be false prophets and there would be false messiahs. You see how she messed up? That's how she's already. That's called reading into. Now, what she did, she went, you know, he says other things about signs and wonders and everything like that, blah, 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 blah. But I want you to just go back on a false prophet. She already made up her, her mind. See, this is called subjectively looking at something. You already made up your mind because you have an issue with Paul because his teachings doesn't line up with Jesus. You go to Matthew, one of the verses you should not even go to because that's talking about Jesus second coming. That's talking about getting them prepared. It has nothing to do with Paul. Paul's teaching wasn't even in play. So what she, what she's doing, she's putting Paul there. She said Paul came later and he. she's trying to add this the false messiah without straight out saying Paul is one of those false prophets and false messiah that's literally what she is reading into she's putting Paul into that so she's labeling him as one of those false messiahs because she don't agree with how he teaches because it doesn't line up with Jesus teaching see just that little bit right there you ought to call that first of all she's in the wrong dispensation two different programs between Paul and what Jesus is saying already she's she's in error let me continue
2: the way. He was persecuting these people, and then he had a, 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 a vision. He had an experience where Jesus, uh, you know, came to him and basically changed his life and told him to turn from those ways and, and, and decided to make him a mouthpiece for Jesus. That's what Paul is claiming. But if you listen to Jesus, he's saying, hey, be, be careful. People are going to come through and they're going to claim to be me or, you know, claim to speak for me, and they're going to deceive a lot of people.
1: She's bad. Uh -uh. I don't mean bad as a bad person. Her interpretation of what the Bible is saying about her not knowing the difference between prophecy and mystery. She's not good of convincing me at all that Paul is a false teacher. I'm just, is she you all? I mean, she's in the wrong program. She's reading into this is really reading into something. She's claiming this what Paul was saying. This was Paul. This is what Paul was claiming. See now, if you read, I know I'm going to have to go through several of these so uh, we can get some understanding. If you read the word of God, what she's messing up on many prophets in the Bible claim that God done something. Moses spoke that God was speaking to him when he led Israel in the wilderness. See, The Bible claims that Moses wrote the five books, which is called the Torah. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, Numbers. See, claim. If you're going to say Paul claimed, that's if you really read it because she sounded like she didn't even know how it went. If you're going to claim that somebody said something and you just look at it as a claim, you got to do the whole Bible like that. Because you wasn't there. I wasn't there. How do we know that was true by faith? If you pick out certain parts of the Bible and you believe it. You cannot show that that is true. No, you got to believe it by faith. If a certain prophet, if G, how do you know what Jesus was saying was true? Jesus claimed a lot of things for himself. You follow what I'm saying? Many ministers claim things, but Paul, why is it different what Paul claimed? Even time, it's certain ministers even say Paul claimed, she she talks about later Paul saying my gospel and stuff like that without even understanding what's going on. When Paul mentions my gospel, what that means is the gospel that I am teaching. In other words, the only reason he's saying my gospel, he's letting people know and the readers know. His gospel is not the same as the gospel of the kingdom. In other words, the gospel that I am teaching is different than the kingdom gospel, not because I made up the gospel or I created the gospel like she would want you to try to believe or lead you to try to believe. Let me let you hear a little bit more because she's really messing up. She's not convincing at all.
2: I would consider Paul to be someone who deceived a lot of people. If he wasn't preaching the true message, then I'll...
1: another error. I would consider she gets like that. I would consider not what the Bible says, not what the Word of God does. The Word of God said Paul is fake. Paul is a heretic. Did the Bible spell it out? No. This is her consideration. Now, what do she? What is her backup? It doesn't line up with Jesus' said in the ministry. That see her rebuttal. And her accusation against Paul would be throughout the court if she's going on a basis on I consider. You see how bad, how unconvincing this is, especially if you know how to write the right to divide. This is even bad for a person that know the right to divide. They ought to see this, right, see right through this. <laughs> it's really bad. I know I keep interrupting, but I want y'all to go along. You know, I want you to look up her. Uh, her name is Christy Burke. She's not really worth looking up, but her doctrine is deceiving a lot of people. I don't see how it is, but people are that gullible. They will believe what she's saying because they don't know. They don't understand on how to rightly divine, uh God's word. I'm going to let you listen to a little bit more then I'm going to go to the next segment because I only have a few minutes left. Here we go. A
2: lot of people were deceived by Paul because Paul, he was responsible for kind of the spread of Christianity. And I think it's interesting that Jesus says that false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive. Paul cast out.
1: See all these errors. Paul. She said Paul deceived a lot of people. She came already to her conclusion. They, they are thrown it out of court. You can't come to your own conclusion. See, that's, that's how When you have a straw man, I talked about in my last show, when you use a person as a a straw person, a straw man means that person is not there to defend themselves or tell their side. Many people do that in court. Many people do that. in They do that with the Bible when they don't denominations do that against each other. The Calvinists against the dispensation, dispensation against the Calvinists, covenant theology, whatever oneness. They use straw men. That means they not, they can't defend. They don't have the person that to defend themselves. I was saying, uh, on the other show, why don't she get a Pauline believer and let them go, go with each other and explain what's going on or let them tell their side. I doubt if she do that because she, she's not scripturally really trained. She's going on assumptions and what she thinks and what she don't like. Philly, Philly, filly, emotionally feelings. So she will lose, she would get dominated. She might cry if she would to get somebody that knew the Bible, knew what was going on, okay? We're going to get more into this in the next podcast. These things are very important. This will help you to understand what people don't know what they're talking about about the Bible. Watch out for this. I think. This is my assumption. This is where I feel. When they say that, don't line it up with the Bible. It's not lining up with the Bible, okay? Until next time, peace out.
0: holiday.